I feel really blessed and privileged to stand in front of you. I know so much, I have heard so much about Asbury Theological Seminary, pulsating with the love of God, pulsating with the sacrifice of Christ and the mission that is there in the heart of God. So I'm really blessed. I feel it's a very big precious privilege that is given to me to stand in front of you. So I would like to take this Ephesians 3.20, which has always captured my mind and imagination. And this had been a focal point in my life also. And whenever there was problem, this verse will come to my mind. And I'll read it once more. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So this power of God, the power of God that is working within us and the power that created the whole universe that churned the galaxies and the stars and the skies and the earth and all the creation, that power, can it work within us? Can that power work within a small person, a very puny, not even a pinhead, within me? This is something which our mind cannot comprehend. But God has filled it to happen. That's why he created us in his own image, to share what he wanted to share within us. And this power, how can it be within us? And how can we exercise that power that can come, that is freely available for us. That is the thing which we want to share. Very often in our lives, we get discouraged. Question marks come one after the other. When we are beset with problems or circumstances that hinder us, then we think, Oh, is there a God? Am I following the right path? Is he real? If he is real, can't he hear me? These questions come even in the hearts of people who are really following Jesus because we are ordinary human beings. Our time is limited, our strength is limited, our power is limited. Everything is limited. And when we are thinking of that unlimited God who can work within us and give power to us, that's what is, we have to be doing in this world. 
we have to be realizing in this world and we have to be following through in this world. It needs a lot of perseverance to have this in our mind every day, every moment that his power is working within us, not I. I am not doing anything, but it is the Lord who is doing. It's the Lord who is doing. And this power is first, not sometimes we, we are hasty. When we come to the Lord, we are hasty to go and pray for people for healing and pray for circumstances, pray for God to change. I know a person who wanted to pray to change the cold winter, but God has ordained to have winter. Maybe he will listen to us for one day, but he wants to have that winter. He doesn't want to change. So quickly we decide we want to pray for something which is not of the will of God. But this power, he wants to work with us, within us, and through us, and in us, according to his great purpose. And great purpose is the first purpose for him, is to strengthen our inner being. That is the most important thing. Strengthen our inner being. And how we get strengthened in our inner being? But having, by having a conversation with God daily, if we are in touch with God, then we get strengthened. Listening to God. That is reading the word of God. And asking God to explain everything to us. These are the basics you are all doing it, you are all well aware of. But these are the basics, but we have to have that life of Jesus should be pulsating in our heart, in our inner being, so that we will completely depend on his power. Not in our power, but on his power. In doing anything for the Lord, for his people, or for us. And we have to be dependent on him. And his, this power pulsates through us and works through us for very specific purposes. And you know the heart of God's purpose is missions. And missions, bringing everyone to Christ. That is the ultimate purpose of God. Not only the Jews, but the Gentiles too. And he says that if you see Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6. See, this mystery is that through the gospel, Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. So Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. And how many Gentiles we see, or how many of the Israelites we see that are not realizing or accepting or agreeing to the power of God that can work within us. Sometimes it's just something we hear. Sometimes it's just something we read. But unless it becomes real and living in our heart, we cannot do anything. It has to be living in our heart every moment. And this is Gentiles are hairs. And that's what God wants us. And then the second thing comes in the verse 12, in verse 12, 
in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. This is what the other thing God does. He gives us confidence to go to him for anything. Very often, we struggle with our own fleshly strength. Oh, I missed the flight. What do I do and go to the computer and do something? I can achieve something. I can find something. That is what our fleshly things come, not leaving it to God. Why he has done that? Why he has allowed it to happen? And let me wait on the Lord to make him do things. That is very difficult in our life, in this world, especially the electronic age, our power tries to come first and not depending on his power. So this confidence, we approach God for everything, everything in our life, from that we need something to what we have to do for the gospel to spread in this world. We have to approach God. And this is the other purpose of God. And then we see he is strengthening us in our inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That is in this verses 16 and 17. Strengthen our inner being that Christ may dwell. Can Christ dwell all the time? Can he dwell when I am very sick? when I'm not able to breathe. Job's wife said, you curse God and die. Can I curse God if I'm approaching death? Can I do that? No. Can I be praising God all the time, even in very difficult situations? That's what when God works through us. And then the other one is knowing his love. This is in verse 19. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I can't imagine what the fullness of God is. I can't imagine this very small, minuscule portion of God. But how can I imagine the fullness of God? but he gives that to us. This is his promise through his verse. The full measure of all the fullness of God. To get that, Christ should be dwelling in us. And this I will uh, I'll tell you very shortly by, uh, from my, my own life. I was called to serve the poor and the needy children. A little boy who came, and when I, when I realized he was hungry, God showed me the hunger of the whole world for his world and for the real physical hunger. And I obeyed him and took him in. And I started teaching this little boy. This invited so many children to our house. It was not a big house, a small apartment where we chose to live. And there, these children were coming thinking, someone is opening the door for them, and someone is showing love to them. And so, they thought, 
our apartment garage was a school. So ignorant they are in India. Slums upon slums upon slums. Maybe 40% of Delhi was living in slums. I was in Delhi. And I was new to Delhi, coming from a totally different language and cultural background. I was there placed by God with my husband in Delhi. And I, I opened the door for this little boy, not realizing what God is going to do through that. I just obeyed God. And God helped me to help these children. My home was getting every day filled with children. And there were, this little apartment had more than 100 children. They were sitting outside on the road. I put a blackboard on the wall of the house so that they can sit outside and learn. And some volunteer teachers came. And we wanted to base everything on the word of God. They were not Christian teachers who ventured to come to a garage, a little garage, which was calling itself a school. And they, they, they were not Christians, but I wanted to tell them about Jesus. So I read the word of God every day before coming, before starting the school. And they will come, and we will pray. And slowly, this pulsating life in me was shared with them. And their hearts started pulsating with the love of Christ for the children. And we didn't have enough room in that place. And so we went to the slum commissioner. Slum children are coming to my home. Can you give me a place? Oh, he was so happy. Yes, there's a toilet complex for the slum people. And you can take the room in between the men's and women's toilets. It, you have to give it in the nights for people to sleep, and during daytime you can teach them. Oh, what it is, a decent woman like me. This man is asking me to go into a toilet complex and teach the slum children. The pride was coming. What I am, and what I am in the world, that was coming first, until God put it down forcefully. He showed me, I didn't see the commissioner, I saw the manger scene. And God coming down as a helpless little child into the dirty little manger. And who am I to say that I will not go into the toilet complex? Yes, Lord, I said, for making me realize that I am nothing. And I can do this. And you can come down for me to save me. I can go there to save these children. And we took the dirty toilet complex. All defecation everywhere. We had to clean it up. All smelly. We had to bring the roses and lilies. But, but that wouldn't do anything. But the presence of the Lord was a sweet fragrance there. So we were all happy. <laughs> For 13 years we worked there, 13 years. And I didn't know what was the next step ahead. They were going to demolish the slum. And how do we continue the work for the children? Children were helpless. Children didn't get love. One day while I was teaching, 
The boy was learning so well. He was just six years old, learning so well. And two days he didn't come. And the next day, I stopped him and his sister. And I asked the sister, why? Within two days, this little boy forgot everything. What's the reason? And she just pulled up his pants. It was winter. He pulled up, she pulled up his pants. And I saw red marks around his legs. The father had tied the little boy with a rope and hung him upside down, thinking he had stolen something from the shop. It broke my heart. No, Lord, I'll walk with you. Whatever comes, I will walk with you. I will not leave these children because they are your children. And God said, you go ahead. Don't be discouraged. Don't be disheartened. I am with you. I will help you. So if the Lord is helping, then why should we worry? When the Lord is there, we need not worry about anything. And he took me through the path of miracles. Little miracles, big miracles, always a helping hand coming in and hold me, holding me and trying to pull me up when I was staggering and stumbling. And always he sent help. And now we have a beautiful school which can host 2,000 children and several smaller schools to take in these children. And now after these 28 years, I see children committed to missions, children want to go as missionaries, children who want to be pastors, and children who are engineers, children who are accountants. And they love the Lord so much. It's so precious to them. So the little step we take, he enlarges that. And it's not us doing, it's God doing. His power working within us. My power is limited. I know and I acknowledge. But his power is unlimited. And that is working within us and through us in all our situations. As we are, you are in the ministry, or you are looking towards fruitful ministry, remember that he is working through you. His power is working through you, not you, not your power, but his power is working through you. I thank God for what all he has done so far and what all he is going to do from now on. He is going to do so many things that will change our India, which is going through persecution, which is opposing Christian faith, which is opposing the living God, but it will be kicking against the thorny bush. It will be like that. We believe in that. The Lord will change our land. The Lord is for that. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. God bless you all.